When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. It's the morning after. We all love a morning after, don't we, David? We do, especially when there's been magic in the air. And last night we 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 went and truly saw that. And uh, although we came to the ring with a crown, there were still people that you know, weren't a hundred percent sold. I was at the front of that queue. Was uh, I didn't know he could do what he did there. He did what his dad said he could do. I asked him, I said, you're telling me, I was with John Fury doing the BT round table. The 100 grand situation. Yeah, he bet me 100 grand. No, but what he said was, I know, I asked him the question, a direct question. You're, so I said, you're telling me if Deontay Wilder hits your son on the chin in the first two or three rounds, nothing's going to happen. And he looked me dead in the face and went, yes, you can watch it back. He's like, yeah, nothing's going to happen. And I remember thinking, from the moment he said he doesn't expect it, I remember thinking, yeah, whatever, obviously they're not taking it seriously. Oh, how wrong I was, or oh, how much humble pie uh, I ate last night and this morning, because he walked for, he took Wilder's best in that first couple of rounds. He, they, the, the shots he got hit with were clean on the button, and the additional stone, which I thought would have been the wrong thing to do, was the correct thing to do because he was able to absorb it. He was able to walk him down like I've never. The only time I've seen him walk someone down was against uh, Steve Cunningham. He did it to Steve Cunningham when he just wanted to get him out of there. And obviously I thought, you can do that against someone who's six foot two, six three, a former cruiserweight. He wasn't even a big cruiserweight, Cunningham. But you can't do it against Wilder, six seven. You know, he's one of the biggest puncher in boxing history. Oh, how wrong I was. He, he put on a boxing masterclass and absolutely chewed him up and spat him out. It was one of the most one-sided unification heavyweight fights I can, I can think of. You know, it was insane. You went on record as saying that you think or thought that Deontay Wilder is the hardest hitting yeah. heavyweight I still, ever. I, I still do. Yeah. I still do. It's not something that's changed off the strength of that. 
But maybe Tyson Fury's chin is, is one of the best ever. If he and could. maybe his punch power a little maybe, bit underestimated. Maybe it was. Maybe the additional poundage, the additional weight, the new training team, the new, the new setup is exactly what Tyson Fury needs. It looks like whatever he did in the lead up to that fight, he needs to keep doing it. Because the difference between this fight and his, the, the five fights, sort of prior, four or five fights prior, even a Klitschko fight, I believe this version of uh, Tyson Fury would have knocked out Klitschko a, a few years back. I think this, this new uh, Tyson Fury is a Tyson Fury nobody's ever seen. I've never seen him. I didn't know that type of heavyweight existed on earth, genuinely. And uh, I, I always had uh, Tyson Fury in the top three off the strength of the, the even off the strength of the win he didn't get, which he got a draw first time round in the Staples Center. I, I thought that uh, that that performance showed that you know, leaky defense. He got knocked down a couple of times. He was struggling, but this, but that wouldn't happen anymore. That wouldn't happen at all. And uh, when you see someone sort of come into their prime, come into their own, and really do exactly what he's been saying you know all of the the hype i've heard about him over the years i've never really seen it it's never really matched up i've heard his dad and his family saying how great he is i oh, can do this he can beat everyone he can lick everybody blah 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 i was like nah, okay now okay i'm like okay 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 okay, okay. he's done but, it but for someone over the years who's considered not the the, the prettiest to watch mm. uh, at times that was pretty last Tyson, night but effective but yeah. yesterday was, it was different it was completely different, different. It was different. <laughs> different human being that was a different human being it was someone who was so focused so confident so motivated not only uh for the fight even for the ring walk the way he came into the ring the way he presented himself the whole week you know he's the champ and it doesn't get any clearer than that and there's there's one fight that everybody has to see uh, and that's Tyson Fury, the, the lineal ring magazine WBC champion, has to fight the WBA, IBF and WBO champion, Anthony Joshua. And that's going to be the biggest fight, I think, ever. Particularly in the heavyweight division, I can't beat numbers-wise. Mm. It will do more than any fights ever in the history of boxing. We never got to see Hey Joshua no. or Hey Fury, so... We need to see this because yeah, we, those two fights, including with yourself, would have been yeah, kind massive, of yeah. would have been massive. Yeah. Um, but this, this possibly this is the biggest one. It's the two guys of today. Remember, I'm nearly ten years older than both of those guys, so it would never have been me in my prime. Anyway, these are primed heavyweights, similar age, with all the belts, with all the belts. Oh, and all of the hype, all of the team, all of the history, both from Britain. Both amazing characters, both great ambassadors for all of the things they support. It just, just, it's, uh, as I said before, it's like a boxing, a boxing fans' wet dream. It's, it's everything that you could ever ask for in a, in a heavyweight contest. You know, a lot of people now, off the strength of the way he took out Deontay Wilder, um, they'll heavily support uh, Fury in, in, in the match, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, uh, Fury will be considered by the masses as the number one heavyweight, the lineal champion, the man who's beaten the man. And um, AJ will obviously take umbrage to that and he'll want to you know, prove, you know, he's got, he's got three belts, kind of so is uh, Fury now, but Fury's still undefeated. He's beaten the long-standing 
one of the longest standing heavyweight champions in history. So that on his resume obviously bumps him up. So it's, it's now that is now down to see what AJ what AJ does now. He, show, he showed what he did after his first loss against Andrews, and I was so impressed. That was a boxing masterclass. He boxed out of his skin. He did exactly what he said he was going to do, and. So they've both, uh, they've both proven themselves. You know, Fury had the draw first time and he, and he revamped himself. He came back bigger, better, stronger. He did everything he said he was going to do. Same thing with AJ. He, he, he went away after the, the, the Andy Ruiz loss. He, he took off some weight and did exactly what he needed to do to be the best version of himself. And we've got two primed heavyweight. Prime, prime. The best they'll ever be. You know, AJ is better now than he was prior to the... Uh, the, the, the Ruiz fight. He's significantly better now. The training, so the training he did for that physically was better. He was lighter. His punches, he was loose. So he's at his he's at his prime. Ties at his prime. It's this is this is the this is. Uh, I didn't think I'd get to see at any stage in my life all of the belts wrapped around one person's waist, arms, shoulders. It's it's a, it's a lot of belts. There's a lot of silverware there. One of the things taken from talking to Tyson's brothers and Tyson himself yesterday. I think they were kind of quick to point out, you know, tomorrow morning as in today, don't start calling Wilder a bum no, and saying no, he's Wilder's overrated because that's, I've that's heard harsh. Few, I've, I've yeah. heard a few people say that, oh, Wilder, he got no technique. I thought, he's never had technique. It we knew about, it was. It wasn't about yeah. technique. It was about punch power. Yeah. It was about, regardless of his technique, he just always found a way to not knock you out. Or at least knock you down in the 43 fights he's had. He's had like 60 odd knockdowns. You know that, that's that, that's testament to his punch power. He is. I still believe if you let him hit you on the chin and you don't have a chin like Tyson Fury, you're going to sleep. Mm. You know, um, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing time in heavyweight boxing. I I think Wilder showed immense heart, bravery. He took his licks like a man. You know, he was bleeding from the ear. That's never a good sign from a boxer. You know, his lip was busted up and he was taking some hellacious body shots. And no one's really mentioned the body shots that Tyson Fury uh, inflicted on him. He was really sickening him with those shots. And, and Wilder's never been in that situation before. He had to, you know, all us fighters at some stage or another, you've got to take, take a hell of a hide. And I'm sure Tyson Fury's taken some growing up. If he's been boxing since he was a kid, you know, sparring every day, really taking his licks. Maybe the fact that Wilder started late to the game he, he was like the 20 uh, when he started boxing and uh, after two years he was, he was bronze medalist at the Olympics then straight to the, the professional so he didn't have that depth of amateur pedigree that Tyson Fury had now although Tyson never got went to the Olympics he still had 15 years or so of you know, competitive boxing and I think that that's the difference in this fight when it got tough when it got rough um, John T. Wilder didn't have any technical form to hold to fall back on he wasn't on the rope slipping to blocking riding tight it was just legs dead straight square on taking clean punches in the face and I think you know when Tyson Fury gets hit and hurt we slipping and sliding in the first fight he was he, he knew how to click into survival mode because he'd been in survival mode before so Wilder rarely had been in survival mode and um, I think the the skills and the technical ability the size confidence, the team, I think everything was just in Tyson Fury's favour. I think they could have fought a hundred times last night and it'd be the same result. Is it a given that Wilder will take I think the Wilder, third fight? I think Wilder will take the third fight. I think yeah, last night I was like, nah, no way, he doesn't want any of that. But I'm like, what else is he going to do? You know, he's, he's in this to become 
you know, number one. He said one face, one name, one champion. That was his mantra. And it's like, okay, if you want to do that, you got to get back in there and right the wrongs. Maybe you'll come in a stone lighter than he was this time. I'm not sure if that stone helped him in any way, where he felt any benefits from that. He didn't look like it from the outside. Um, maybe if he was lighter, he wouldn't have lasted as long. Maybe he'd have got knocked out quicker. I don't know. It's unknown. Only he'll know how he felt in there, but it didn't look like it felt good at any stage. I didn't have him winning one second. It sounds exaggerated. One second of that fight, he, did, he didn't look comfortable. From the first bell, Tyson Fury rushed across the ring and he, and he was on a back foot. So from the first second, he, he was in retreat mode and you know, not his usual confident, calm, you know, looking to take you out. David, for weeks, sorry, for weeks Tyson Fury told us what he was going to do. Apart from the second round part, he told us exactly what he was going to do and everyone was kind of like half shrugging their shoulders saying, well... He said the same thing yeah. with loads of fighters before. He said something with Otto Wallen, he was going to do this. And it didn't really happen that way. You know, so I'm like, okay, he's told me he's going to smash this guy and he was no good. So if you can't do Otto Wallen, what are you supposed to do with Wilder? I'm like... How are you supposed to do something to Wilder that you couldn't do to this guy? Or, you know, I've seen him go to points before against guys that are a fraction of uh, as good as Wilder is. But he's a big-time fighter. He rises to the occasion. The better the opponent, the better he seems to fight. You know, and with that, with that mindset, he needs to fight the best guys all the time because we're going to get great performances. The corner did throw the title. I heard that Jay Diaz, uh, Wilder's trainer, didn't want the... the the towel thrown in and it was what did he Mark want? Breland that decided to throw the towel in. I think, I think, yeah, they gave him all the chances he needed. They gave him the benefit of the doubt. Anyone who punches as hard as Wilder is always in there with a puncher's chance. I've seen fighters who've got significantly less punch power than him uh, punch whilst being getting hit, 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 and they pull off one big shot and it knocks the guy out. I've seen that happen before. So when you've got someone who punches as hard as Wilder with 40 on knockouts, you're given a benefit of doubt. But it got to a point where he had nothing. He was impotent in there with no real, he had nothing left. And it was, it was pretty, pretty sad to see you know, someone who's so dominant, the way he walked to the ring, you know, looking like you know, a monster, and to see him you know, flailing around like that, you know, it's, you've got nothing but ad admiration and, and respect to, for, the, for Tyson Fury, his whole family, his team. You know, they, they proved me and many, many people wrong that he is the real deal. You saw Holyfield, uh, Tyson and Lennox in there. Found out he was, you know, Lennox, Holyfield, uh, you know, those guys had some great battles and Tyson had some amazing battles. And I'd love to see, you know, Fury, uh, Wilder and uh, AJ in the ring in 20, 30 years after all fighting each other two or three times. Um, that would be nice. And we're at that stage where they're in the prime now. You know, you know when Holyfield was fighting Bo, that's it's that type of fight. You know, when, when Tyson went to go for Holyfield. And we need those, we need those mega fights. We, we need them, we deserve them. We, we, we have the champions now willing to do it. You know, Tyson Fury has proven that he's willing to travel. He's traveled for all of his world title fights. You know, when he beat Klitschko, he went to Germany. He went to Staples Center for his first fight with uh, Wilder. He came here to Vegas. He's willing to roll the dice. You have to, you can't be great if you don't risk, if you don't take risks. You know, you can't always have it your own way. You can't always have it on your own, um, on your own terms, your own turf. You know, when I won my world titles, they were abroad. You know, I went to, I went to, 
to France to fight the French world champion. I went to, to, to Germany to fight Nikolai Valuev. So you have to travel. Even the Klitschko, I travelled again for Klitschko. All my biggest fights have been on, on the move. Tyson Fury is doing the same thing. And I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, it shows the fact that he's willing to do that and put it on the line and risk it with American judges and American referee. It shows that, you know, he truly, truly believes in himself. Just picking this back up. David, who do you, who do you side at the moment with if AJ's to fight Fury? Oh, you have to go with Fury. I, I'd go with Fury right now because he's shown me um, how he deal with uh, Wilder. You know, I, I, he's, he's undefeated, he's never lost. Uh, he came close to losing, but he had that sort of winnability factor where he's found the way to win. You know, he was in he was in as much trouble, if not more trouble, than AJ was in, for instance, when he lost against Andrew Ruiz. But uh, you know, Fury was mentally up for that fight, whereas I think AJ wasn't up for that fight. So we saw AJ uh, get put down on his kind of worst night, and then on his best night, and the next time around he got it right. Fury, on the other hand, you know, I thought he was fighting at his best in the first fight, and Wild was fighting at his worst. But I was wrong. You know, Tyson Fury was fighting probably 50%, as his dad John said, he said he was 50% in that fight, or 30%. When he's 100%, he'll walk him down and knock him out and make him quit. And kind of he did, he made his corner quit. So exactly what he said, I'm so happy that I, I didn't take that 100 grand bet because that would have uh, made it real painful. <laughs> um, well, like I said, now what happens, we'll have to obviously see what Team Wilder and, and Deontay decide to do I, regarding. I think, I, I think, I think what my, in my crystal ball, what I think happens is we have a rematch with Wilder and Fury, um, maybe September or something, and we get the same result again. I can't see, any, I couldn't, I didn't see anything in that first fight to suggest that Wilder, you know, he didn't have any effect with anything. He just looked too small, outgunned. How can you see Wilder get outgunned? It's crazy, but he did. So I, didn't, I don't see how he wins that fight. So he wins that fight. AJ fights uh, Pulev. Um, Derek fights Usyk. Derek beats Usyk. Derek fights AJ. Derek beats AJ. And then you've got Chisora versus uh, Tyson Fury for the third trilogy. <laughs> That's my crystal ball. Remember I said it here first. Fair enough. What's that look on your face for you? No, no, no. I'm just you, you I'm look, trying to... <laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't the look. Um, that wasn't the look. But David, you'd be happy to be wrong in this situation. I know you said like you got it wrong in this, but you'd be happy for that to happen, wouldn't you? What do you mean? You'd be happy to be wrong in that situation. To see what I saw last yeah. night. Yeah, I didn't think there was a heavyweight on the planet as good as that. I just thought, no, nah, no one's that good. I don't know any other heavyweight in history who could have done that to Deontay Wilder. Just walk him down and just mow him down. Who could do that? George Foreman. Maybe. Lennox. It took his time a little bit. He wouldn't have walked him down like that. Mm. Somebody punched that hard. Uh, who, else, who else could do him? Joe Fraser get to him? Maybe. But to have zero... To, his face is fresh. He's ready to go. Who, what other heavyweight in history could fight someone who's got the highest knockout percentages ever, longer, one of the longest reigning defences of the WBC title, one of the most feared men on the planet, and just walk him down like he was like he was nothing. Mm. I, I can't think. No one springs to mind, put it that way. So I'm very happy to be wrong because I've now seen 
what the heavyweight division is about in 2020. And looking at how good um, Anthony Joshua looked in Saudi Arabia against Andy Ruiz, it's like you've got two great heavyweights willing to willing to get it on. It's that's it. It's, it doesn't get any bigger than that in in boxing. So for me, I'm I'm ecstatic to be wrong. I'm 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 eating this humble pie, loving it because I, I've seen what I've never seen before. I've never seen a heavyweight that uh, dominant against another dominant heavyweight. It's one I've seen heavyweight. I've seen Lennox smash people live. You know, I've seen the Wilder knock people out, but haven't seen someone fight someone that good and looks like that good you know mm. he beat a very good fighter in Deontay Wilder and as you said everyone's going oh Wilder's this Wilder's that no 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 look at the betting look at the bookies before the fight you know a lot of people had uh, Wilder winning by knockout in this fight a lot of experts a lot of people like me who are supposed to know what they're talking about they uh, they were wrong completely wrong mm. and because what we did is we judged Tyson Fury on his previous performances I didn't realise there was this next realm that he could live in. I didn't know that was there. I just looked at his last fights and went, oh, he was getting hit with a jab there, hit with a right hand, he got knocked down here. He didn't look in shape there, he was out of breath here. It's irrelevant. This is a whole new, it's a whole new sport he's doing now. I like this new Tyson Fury now. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan, I'm a huge fan. I was a huge fan of the old one, but this is a different level. This is, this is a different level and mm. glad I was there to witness it, like ringside, I'm there. I was watching it. As, as we all were. Um, just finally, David, obviously I was talking to Derek earlier and um, he said that it's imminent that his fight with uh, Alexander Usyk will be announced for, for May. Um, can you add anything to that really? Yeah, possibly. We're working, on, working on the details of that and uh, hopefully we'll get something announced soon. It's been rumbling on for a while now. Everybody, everybody kind of knows what's, what's happening. We're just getting a, we just sort of think we've got the venue sorted and... Yeah. Dotting some I's and crossing some T's and we're there. So Derek's, you know, he's had a, had a week or so off now because he's been training for a while. The, the date's been sort of moved back. Does it benefit date. Derek to have the, the extra hmm? five, six weeks? Because it was originally meant to be the 28th of March. Yeah, yeah. So would that benefit Derek to kind of have a little uh, bit longer as well? More training, he get some more training and fine-tuning fine his skills, you know, getting fitter, getting stronger. You know, it's just, you're just doing more good stuff that's gonna, that will need to be required to be, you know, arguably one of the best pound-for-pound pound fighters in the world, um, Alexander Usyk. You know, he's in most people's top five pound-for-pound, pound, um, the undisputed cruiserweight champion. So, for Derek to pull off the upset, he needs once again he needs to do something he's never done before. You know, what he's done before wasn't won't be good enough to beat Alexander Usyk. The same way John Fury told me, you know, what's going to happen, and I was like, there's no logic to that, and there's no justification you can't show me some old fights and there's no reason why if you've only ever watched uh, Derek's last his, his fights that you'd think you'd beat Usyk but I've so, I've seen some stuff and I know what he can do when he's switched on when he's fired when, he, when he's fired up when he's when he's ready when he's when he's tuned in and I'm I'm saying the, I'm saying the crazy stuff that he's going to cause a spectacular knockout and people might go hey don't you talking about well I didn't think John Fury knew what he was talking about when he was talking about uh, Tyson Fury walking uh, Wilder down. And I was proved wrong, so hopefully I'll be, and Derek will be proving many, many people wrong when he uh, destroys Usyk. Just a quick word, just going back to uh, Wilder. Dylan White is mandatory, let's not forget as well, which obviously isn't really an issue until 
next year it looks like in in february but february of 2021 21, so a year away i mean it's a long a lot yeah. can happen in that time as well so but i mean he's sitting there kind of twiddling his thumbs waiting for this situation i think, I think he's got a fight with pavekin coming up but that's a nice fight pavekin's mm. a good fight for him he's a good name a former world champion a guy who's only you know he's lost to klitschko and got a draw so he's He's relatively, relatively fresh and he's got a great record, great ranking. I think it's a good fight, a fan-friendly fight. His last fight against Hunter was that he stole the show out in Saudi in terms of entertainment. So why not? You know, Dylan, Dylan takes on all comers. He's a good guy, Dylan, I like him. I, I remember Dylan White calling you out after you lost to Bellew the first yeah. time, which I've never seen someone call I out. I never call out, call out a loser. I don't, I, don't, call I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Battle of South London. Um, that bloody hell, it was, it was, what I've done to you? I just got battered, and you want to bat me some more? Like that. David, thank you very much. I just want to give a shout out to uh, the Nomad Restaurant, is it? Yeah. Uh, which is very. Lovely, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to call it Fifty Shades esque mm. because people might think, hmm. A bit dodgy. But it, it is very beautiful, you know. Mm. Come down for dinner. You know, yeah. Like, right to. My treat. Thank you, David. I'll take this drink, right? Did you hear that, Andy? Am I waiting there? You could be my plus one. You could be his plus one. David, hey, thank you very much for your time no in Sunday, on this Sunday in Las Vegas. And uh, when are you going home? Are you going home? I don't know. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. I'm feeling. I think I've got some more energy to you know, after the the big night last night. Everyone's pumped up. Yeah, I go to the gym and do a big workout. Don't miss it there. No, I don't. I Not even don't. lights like last night. No. Your division. I don't, miss, I don't miss. I don't know. I, don't, I, I thought I was going to miss it like a lot, but you no. Know, when you get your head punched in like I did in my last fight, yeah, not really. You look at you know, for me, I, the, the punishment um, and the way I lost against Tony Belly. How many seconds will I have lasted with these two monsters? Not very long. So you get out at the right time. I think you know, timing's everything. Timing is everything. Yeah. Thank you very much, and hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Definitely. Top man. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.